Haryam, Shri Gurubhyo Namaha. If the earth were completely empty and all we had was one seed, let's say of a oak tree or a pine tree, and we planted that one seed, and we got a pine tree, and from that pine tree sprouted lots of little seeds, which we then take and we plant. And from one pine tree we now have a forest of pine trees. And then from all those trees in the forest, more seeds appear from the trees. And we take those and we plant in another area and in another area. And in this way, we could cover the entire mass or landscape of the country with pine trees. And we could go further. Limitation of example is climatic conditions and all the rest of it. But if that wasn't there, technically we could cover the whole landscape of the earth with pine trees. And so all those thousands of pine trees that cover the entire surface of the earth can be traced back to just one seed. Oneness. Verse number 26 and 27 of Updesar is talking about oneness. The ability to see oneness or to have that sense of oneness when we attain this highest state of divinity, for divinity is the same in all beings. Divinity is all-pervading, and so as divinity, I am all-pervading. And there's no distinction, there's no division, there's no differences. Just as all those pine trees covering the surface of the earth would know that they all just pine trees coming from that very first seed, that one initial seed is the cause for all of it. And so this entire creation too, we can think about it that way, that each one of us are all creations or manifestations or individuals, entities, coming from one source, whatever we want to call that source, whether we call it energy or whether we call it explosion in space that created a bang or whether we call it God. The root cause of all things come back to that one thing. And so from that one thing, all things came. And so that oneness is that we come from the same source. But sometimes that doesn't always help us in feeling oneness because even siblings come from the same parents and then there is a connection for sure. There could be a love, there could be a bond, but we don't necessarily feel one with the sibling who has the same cause as us. We feel that we are different in looks, in personality, in capabilities. And so oneness has to recognize differences. And so the other example given is our own body. And even just our five fingers are different in size, in width, in, in shape, in strength. But each of the five fingers are me. And I see that meanness or eyeness in my entire body, in each of the fingers, no matter how different they are, and in every other part, which looks very different to those fingers. And so there's difference, but there's oneness, because there's an interconnectedness. The fingers attached to the hand, and the hands attached to the torso, and the torso is attached to everything else, and so it's connected. And so oneness can also be seen as just connectivity. And we're living in these interesting times where the COVID virus has created havoc in the world. And initially, when it started, people thought it was just a virus that affected China, and everybody else went about their business as usual, thinking 
Nothing will happen to us. But the world's so incredibly interconnected. Not only are people traveling up and down, but the psyche of our mind is also connected. And so we saw that in a matter of weeks. It's everywhere on this planet, and nobody is spared from it, interconnected. And we see also that even within a city or within a town, if each one needs the other, meets the other, interacts with the other, and it can so easily spread. We're talking about the virus, but what we're trying to understand is the interconnectivity of all of creation. And so there's a oneness, for we all link to each other and need each other and depend on each other and are affected by each other. And then the ego is so strong, even then it doesn't feel one. I understand I come from the same source, I understand that we all need each other and are interconnected with each other, but I'm still different. So fascinating that this ego can assert itself so strongly and find ways to assert itself even in the face of such logic. And so when we recognize that this ego wants to be different, we don't humor it, we surrender it. For as long as the ego is there, it will assert difference. It will assert individuality. And so to surrender it, as we spoke about in the last episode, is the only solution. Think about it. For more in-depth talks from Swamini Supriyananda and other excellent teachers of the Chinmaya mission, you can subscribe to chinmayaclicks.com. You can also visit the Chinmaya channel on YouTube for bite-sized inspiration and discourses on in-depth Vedantic texts. To know about local classes, activities, and upcoming retreats, visit www.chinmayamission.com and see you on the next podcast.